Wedding Bells, written Sunday, April 23, 2011 at 12.09 p.m. The Friday after I returned from Camp Dudley, my father got married. In the days leading up to the wedding, I continued with my healthy grief recovery work. I had my second session with my counselor, Monica, that week. This time we talked about the what-ifs. If only I had been there to save Kessner. Why didn't I go inside when I left the groceries for him? That wasn't like me. We were always together. Monica turned the question around. She asked, what if you had been there? Does that necessarily mean that he would be alive today? And if he did survive, couldn't he have died sometime later when you weren't around? I hadn't considered these things. The circumstances were not in my control. Monica had done it again. She'd gotten me to think differently. If I had been there, would I have known what to do? Outside of calling 911, would I have known if his sugar was too high or too low? Would I have known to give him an insulin shot or a candy bar or to put an aspirin under his tongue? And what if he had lived? Would he still be the same? I mulled over these things all week. I also continued working with Roberto at Sports Spine. And on off days from the gym, I went to Horseshoe Lake and I read. I read a short chapter of Eat, Pray, Love every day and now I had two other books to read. When I arrived home from Camp Dudley, there was a package waiting for me at my mom's. The package was from Susan Taylor, and the letter inside said this, Dearest Kim, if I had one wish that could be granted at this time, it would be for you to feel comforted. It would be for the pain to ease. But grieving opens up the way of healing and understanding. Understanding and growth are the goals in life. So be where you are. Feel the depth of your loss. It's a mirror of the love in your heart. Cry, beat the pillow, holler if your spirit calls for that. In time, it takes time, dear Kim. The light will shine brightly again. That's God's promise. Know that you are in my heart and prayers. I love you through your dear mother, a beloved soul, whom I love and admire so. Kim, I'm here. In any way you may need me. Much love. Susan. Enclosed in the package were two books, When Things Fall Apart, Heart Advice for Difficult Times by Pema Chodron, and All About Love by Susan Taylor. When a writer that you deeply admire sends you books, you should read them. I immediately added these two to my summer reading, reading them interchangeably with Eat, Pray, Love on my afternoons in the park. They helped a lot. It had been a healthy week and it was now time for a wedding. I was happy for my dad, but I thought he moved quickly. My brother, the man and I had just been introduced to his friend a few weeks prior when we were home for Memorial Day. The following week he called and said, what did you think of my friend? I told him I thought she was very nice. He said, good, because we're getting married in July. I hadn't had much time to process this. I got the news on June 7th and two days later, I found Kesner dead. Since I'd been home, I had only seen my father one time. He and his fiance invited my brothers and I over for dinner. I looked sad and my dad gave me a big hug and said, we're gonna make you feel better. In response to that, his fiance said, she will feel better when she wants to feel better. I agreed with her. She and I are like-minded in some ways. We both read Louise Hay and we both happened to be reading Eat, Pray, Love at that time. I know that she was right. There was choice involved in me 
feeling better. But there was another part of me that felt resentful about her comment and its timing. During that evening, I soon learned that there was no space for my sadness amidst their happiness. The subject soon changed to everything wedding, and my brothers and I were given assignments for the day of the ceremony. As we all sat on the back patio that night and talked about wedding stuff, I looked up and saw a star in the sky shining brighter than any other star. It was Kesner's star. Kesner was with me. And now the wedding was upon us. My father and stepmother got married in a simple ceremony at a downtown courthouse. It was nice. The judge, a friend of the bride, decorated the courtroom and it was elegant. My father's wife wore royal blue and she was pretty. And dad was happy. The reception lunch was awkward. In their rush to the altar, they'd neglected to introduce us all. I'd urged my dad to organize a barbecue so that we could meet her children, but he hadn't done it. This was painfully obvious at the reception lunch. We were a table of strangers, never properly introduced. It was odd. During lunch, I got a call from my Lynx chapter member, Valerie. She had followed up with the managing editor at Essence.com, and she needed to copy my bio and resume and send them over to them. This was exciting news. I would get something to her right away. And after the wedding and reception, my brothers and I went to Amanda's house. I had plans to paint my nails at Amanda's after the wedding. When my brothers Mike and Gary heard this, they invited themselves to come hang out. Our godbrother, JT, said that he wanted to come also. So we all went to Amanda's. Amanda and I painted our nails while hanging out with Mike, Gary, and JT. I think that moment was less about hanging out and more about needing a space to debrief and decompress. Our father had just gotten married and we needed to talk about it. Amanda's was a welcome place to process.